No, you don't have to do anything. You are choosing to do something. And I suspect that the reason you're choosing it is because in doing so, you will reap a greater benefit than not doing it. You are choosing to work out so you feel fit and strong. You are choosing to lose weight so you have more energy and fitness to play with your kids. You are choosing to give up chocolate because, well, I have no idea. Just don't do that one. (laughs) Don't give up chocolate. I don't recommend it and I have no idea why you'd ever consider it. Welcome back to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast, episode number 16. In today's episode, I am sharing with you six health mindset shifts you can make in order to make a massive positive impact on your health and fitness journey. So sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I am your host, Rachel Jane, and I am so excited you are here. This podcast is for you, the woman looking to live a big life as the fullest, most vibrant version of you that you can be. Each week, I bring you quality content based on the three pillars of health, movement, nutrition, and mindset. These episodes are designed to help you break through false, limited beliefs while harnessing freedom, joy, strength, and empowerment both in your body and in your life. No more shrinking. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having another awesome week. Today is December 15th, which means Christmas is exactly one week away, and I am still nowhere near ready. I haven't bought a thing for my kids yet. I've been avoiding heading out to the malls. I hate the chaos. I hate the craziness. I hate rude people. I hate the rush of it all, and I hate the stress of spending all that money just for a single day. So here I am, completely unprepared for it all. (laughs) And aside from procrastinating on this Christmas thing, I have been getting right back into running, So after being off for a few months due to an injury, it feels totally surreal to be back here logging miles and getting back into training mode, both physically and mentally. The last couple of weeks, I've actually run around like 70 kilometers a week, which is absolutely incredible for me to wrap my head around. And I want to share the backstory to my injury as a precursor to this week's content. So back in September, I spent like three days on crutches because I couldn't put any weight on my leg. And now I am Now here I am yesterday, I ran 18 kilometers, which felt great. I ran 10 kilometers, which felt great. Well, not great, but physically, mentally, and emotionally, it was great. Physically, it's a whole other story. But I'm getting back to feeling like I have speed and endurance, which I know will take a while to build back up. But at the same time, I'm actually feeling quite strong and quite fit, which surprises me. But I'm super grateful for that. Before I was injured, I was running approximately 100 to 115 kilometers a week. So it was a quite a shift going from that to nothing. And when I first realized I was injured, it was during one of my final runs before the Boston Marathon. I had a nagging pain in my leg that was getting worse as I ran. I kept trying to run through it, but I had to keep stopping. And when I ran again, I noticed that I was limping pretty badly. So I turned back and headed home. The next day when I realized that I couldn't even walk on that leg and I needed crutches to assist me, I knew it was bad. 
I knew that running the Boston Marathon later that week wasn't going to be an option. And when my doctor heard from me, he confirmed it. After working so hard for so long to be able to run this marathon, even if it was going to be a virtual marathon this year, it totally crushed me. Like I was devastated. I cried a lot. I cried for a couple days out of sadness, disappointment, fear, and frustration. I let myself feel it all. And then after a couple days, I knew I needed to shift my thoughts and my feelings before I slid down a dark hole of pity and self-loathing. It was a conscious shift as I believe mindset to be. Every single day, I had to have a pep talk with myself, convincing me that I need to get up, get to work, and take advantage of my current ability, even if it was an ability less than what I had grown accustomed to. I spent a lot of time those next few months on my bike. I was allowed to cycle and my leg wasn't bothered by it, so I did a lot of it. I went outside for hours, I tackled hills and speed. I even rode to my chiropractor appointment a couple times, which was like a half hour drive away. When I had my kids or when the weather was bad, I cycled indoors following workouts on YouTube or Zwift or cycling for a couple hours to maintain my endurance. I saw a chiropractor weekly and had various appointments to get down to the cause of my leg pain, which is something I absolutely had to advocate for myself. I needed to know the answer and I needed to actually push through a lot of resistance from others in order to find out the answer. Like the first doctor I saw brushed me off after seeing nothing on my x-ray at the emergency department and told me to go home and rest. (laughs) I was like, uh, no, I demanded a bone scan. I demanded a CT scan. And only when there was finally a visible issue through those was I taken seriously. Even though I know my body, I knew something was wrong. I was not taken seriously at all. Other than that, I found out the weaknesses I have in my body that probably were contributing to my injury. And I've been spending hours a week working on them in my home gym every single day. My mindset through this time was I will build a stronger foundation. I will come out of this fit and strong, a better version of myself. I told myself this many, many, many times every day. It became my daily mantra. I repeated even louder in my head when my thoughts were starting to turn negative. I'm using this as an example to show you what can happen when you consciously choose to shift your mindset and how it can support you in your health and fitness goals. The result of this is that I'm back to running and feel stronger than ever, but I easily could have taken the other approach of pity and feeling sorry for myself. I am certain if I took that approach, I would have made excuses for why I couldn't get up and do the work every day, right? My leg hurts. I have an injury. I can't do this. I would have slid backwards fitness-wise and mentally coming out of this out of shape and depressed. I have no doubt that if I allowed myself to feel that pity, I would have come out of this a completely different person. Running is a massive therapy in my life. It has been for almost three years. And previous to this injury, I would actually say out loud to my clients and my friends, I couldn't do life if I didn't have running. Well, I did. (laughs) But I know I needed to maintain a positive and growth mindset from the start because that was going to be a super slippery slope for me. This leads me to the topic of mindset and how you can shift yours to support your own health rather than sabotaging it and rather than playing in the victim mode. Mindset is something called the story we tell ourselves. It's our attitude toward things in our life. And we have control over our mindset. We absolutely have control over what we tell ourselves. Every excuse, every failure, every obstacle is intricately connected with the stories we tell ourselves. 
And if you have any interest in manifestation, meditation, or the power of positive thinking, you'll know that the effects of a growth mindset are massive. I am a firm, firm, firm believer in the concept of your thoughts creating your reality. And when it comes to health and fitness, this is a big one. So researchers at Stanford University study groups of people's health and wellness lifestyle habits, as well as health markers. And what they found was the people who thought they were less active, had a perception that they were less active, actually ended up with a higher risk of death and long-term health complications than the general public. They also had a 71% higher risk of death than people who thought they were more active. Even if they weren't actually more active, even if these people weren't less active, there was greater risk. So how is it even possible that people who simply thought they were less active had higher risks, even if it weren't true? Well, they explored this a little bit and there are a couple ideas why. One is that maybe if we feel like we're less active, it causes us to feel more stressed. And we all know that stress isn't good for our mental or physical health. Secondly, there may be a bit of a body-mind connection where the body embodies what the mind visualizes. Kind of like, if you believe it, you will achieve it. If you think you're out of shape and in poor health, you will continue the habits that support that belief. You will find examples that prove your own theory because that's what we as humans do. We seek out evidence to back up our thoughts, even when our thoughts just aren't true. This is like, like attracts like. This is why when you start thinking about buying a Jeep, for example, you suddenly start noticing Jeeps everywhere. Has that ever happened to you? I know for me it has. You seek evidence behind your thoughts. It's a subconscious habit, but it's important to understand that when we focus on good and positive things, we will subconsciously begin seeking out evidence to support that. We'll see the good and positive things. We'll feel the good and positive things. We'll experience the good and positive things. And that's great news, right? This means we can work at attracting what we desire simply by shifting our thoughts and our focus. So when it comes to your health, I want to provide you with a couple strategies to boost your mindset for an abundance of health, energy, vitality, and strength that perhaps will begin also shifting your physical state. So there are six of them. Health mindset strategy number one, aim for good enough. Almost no one eats perfectly seven days a week. It's inevitable that obsessing over the quality and quantity of everything we eat or drink or the number of workouts we get in each week is not a great mindset to have. It can bring on binging, shaming, guilt. None of those are great ways to get healthy. We want to get healthier by making better choices and building better habits. And these are usually done best incrementally, one step at a time. So instead of having an all or nothing approach where everything is either good or bad, why not try aiming for good enough to empower yourself to make better choices instead of perfect choices? Health mindset strategy number two, stop making trade-offs. When you try to earn a gluttonous weekend by eating clean during the week, you're making a trade-off. You're telling yourself that as long as you're good most of the week, you can go wild on the weekend. And that is not awesome because the mindset's jumping from one extreme to the other. You're controlling what you do all week and possibly thinking about how to indulge over the weekend. You don't reward yourself for being a good. You enjoy desserts because you want to enjoy desserts. You don't need to earn them. And following that mindset strengthens the link between dieting and self-worth, which is detrimental to both your mental and your emotional health. Just live as though you're trying to do well every single day, like you care about your overall health, both now and long-term. Health mindset strategy number three, 
Be mindful of your self-talk. Start noticing how you speak to yourself when it comes to your own health, body, and fitness. When working out, do you say to yourself, oh, you're so out of shape? If so, then guess what's going to happen? You will work out accordingly. Your workouts will be half-assed and you'll walk away feeling defeated. Change this. Say to yourself instead, you are fit and healthy. I don't care if it's not true. It's about getting your subconscious mind to believe it to be true so that you start acting and feeling accordingly. It will expedite your results and leave you feeling better emotionally about yourself. Health mindset strategy number four, speak in the present tense. When it comes to your goals, speak in the present tense. Instead of saying something like, I want to do a pull-up one day, start saying, I can do three bodyweight pull-ups. Or instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, begin by saying, I weigh X, whatever your goal weight is in pounds. Imagine yourself already at that size, weight, and shape. What would you feel like? How would life be different? Feel like you're already there, not as though it's a pipe dream. Fake it till you make it. There's something powerful about embodying your goal before you achieve your goal. Health mindset strategy number five, use your vision. Visualization is a massively powerful tool that I've seen change lives many of my clients, both on a physical and a mental level. Think about how you want to feel in your body. Use words to reinforce this image and spend time every single day with this vision. Sit in a quiet area of your home, close your eyes, and let the vision fill you. How would you move? How would you feel? What would you do? How would your life change? What would look and feel differently in your life? Create a vision board if you want, but just envision what you want every single day. Don't worry about the how, just focus on the vision. All right, last health mindset strategy, number six, stop saying I have to. This is absolutely one of my biggest pet peeves, even though I'm guilty on this on occasion as well. How many times have you said to yourself, I have to work out, or I have to lose 10 pounds, or I have to give up chocolate? No, you don't have to do anything. You are choosing to do something. And I suspect that the reason you're choosing it is because in doing so, you will reap a greater benefit than not doing it. You are choosing to work out so you feel fit and strong. You are choosing to lose weight so you have more energy and fitness to play with your kids. You are choosing to give up chocolate because, well, I have no idea. Just don't do that one. (laughs) Don't give up chocolate. I don't recommend it and I have no idea why you'd ever consider it. You don't have to give up anything. Maybe you'll eat less chocolate because binging on a bag makes you feel sick to your stomach afterwards, but stop saying you have to do anything. Start saying, I choose to, or I get to. Heading to the gym and working out is a gift. It's a privilege that so many others don't have for whatever reason. Start seeing these things as choices you are making to better your health or gifts, not as daunting obligatory acts that leave you feeling resentful. Okay, whew. So those are the six health mindset strategies and shifts that I know can have a profound effect on your health journey if you take the time to do them and practice them. Mindset for health can be a powerful tool for better physical, mental, and emotional and spiritual health. There's a proven mind-body connection that research can measure, and I myself have seen the results both within my own life and in the lives of the women I work with. So I hope you found this information helpful. If you did, it would mean a lot to me if you subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend, or both, even better. 
But until next week, thanks for listening. Stay focused, stay healthy, and stay true to you. I am so grateful you're here listening to Holy Healthy Mama. If you found this content interesting or beneficial, I'd be so honored if you can share it with your friends. If you have any questions or any show ideas, anything that you're concerned about or would like clarification on, anything you want me to address on the show, please feel free to email me, info at rachelgene.net. I'll see you next week.